Welcome back to the Dream Lab series podcast, where we take you behind the mindset of high achievers. My name is Audrey Diaz-Robles, and I am your life and confidence coach. I'm Sabrina Castillo, and I'm your life and business coach. And today, we're going to have a conversation around courage. And I want us to really dig into this, Audrey, from a perspective of what it means to live with courage every day, right? Not the kind of courage where you have to go out and save the world, but courage in our daily lives. And what really fascinates me about courage is that it is a habit. It is a skill, just like confidence. And I don't think we talk about courage enough. But the first time that I really got intentional about realizing what courage meant to me in my life and in my daily life, it was when I read um, Brendan Burchard's High Performing Habits book and how courage is one of those habits. Excellent book and excellent podcast, by the way. If that's not on your list of podcasts to listen to, add the Brendan Burchard show and pick up ha- uh, habits of, what's it called? <laughs> high Performing Habits. High Performing Habits, yes, yes. Of high achievers. And so he talks about courage as demonstrating courage, right? And we're really growing up when we think about courage, we think about these heroic moments, right? Or at least that's where my brain goes, like in the beginning before I really understood what courage meant. It really meant like to me, how can I be courageous today, right? Like if you think about the word, I feel like it has a lot of weight. But when he's talking about courage and what high performers have is how they demonstrated every day. And it could be as simple as learning to speak up for yourself. Right. And when I was reading this book, I was actually working at my previous job and I was going, I was in line for a promotion um, for a director role. And I realized how much not having enough courage was going to possibly prevent me from getting that promotion. And then later on, I realized how much I still needed to increase courage so that I could leave that job. And it's not, the courage wasn't in the asking for the job or leaving the job. The courage was in the things that I had to do daily for myself to get to those decisions and trust that I was making the right decisions. And so, you know, I'm curious to see your take on courage and the things that you've been through. Well, it's interesting that you say that you think about what you do on the daily in order to strengthen your courage, because I don't think that you can have courage to go after the life you want without working on yourself every day. Yes. You know, there's something, it's kind of like another pandemic, I think, in our society, which is everybody, most people, unless you do the work, you have really low energy. It's like you hear these people that say, I'm just not a morning person. And it's like so common to wake up look through social media and see people complaining, look, I need coffee to function and all these things. It's like, it's already created like this mindset in which the world is against you. Everything sucks. So just, you know, trot through your day so you can make it through the weekend. And you're not that type of person if you listen to this podcast. So we really want to encourage you to think of having courage as asking yourself every morning, how can I align myself with what I really want? How can I prepare my mindset? How can I prepare my physiology to show up in the best way possible for myself? Because when you start doing that, 
you become like that, you know, energy begets energy. So then you have more energy to have more clarity on what you want in life. So when a fear pops up, because you can't have courage without the fear. So right. when the fear is there, it's it that's actually the clarity on what it is that you want. So that thing that you're hesitating on doing, that thing that you keep putting off and you're doubting yourself and you try to convince yourself that not today, maybe tomorrow. But when you keep showing up for yourself every day and have these habits like journaling and working out and meditating in the morning, then you start building a little more confidence in yourself so that when the fear pops up, you decide to go through with it anyway. Because it's important to say that just because you have a fear does not mean that you're not supposed to go forward. Right. Having the fear means I need to do this. And that's courage. Right. And we really do have to ask ourselves. I remember Brendan Richard talking about this, about are you seeking the life you want? Are you being brave in that aspect? And like you said, you know, for me, a lot of the times I would be like, of course, I want the life that I want, but I wasn't really being intentional or willing to put myself in uncomfortable situations and stretch myself in ways because it's uncomfortable, right? We get used to these patterns. We get used to the way that we're sort of functioning and receiving information throughout. Mm -hmm. And at the end, we feel tired, resentful, bored, all these things because you haven't been building up courage to live the life that you want, to live a free life, to be able to make decisions for yourself. It's so funny because I was looking at my my memories on Facebook and in 2017, I posted like a a text message between my husband and I and how I was freaking out because I couldn't figure out if I was going to order the right dish when we were ordering Chinese food. And he was like, relax, it's just Chinese food. And that's how much I didn't know how to make decisions for myself. So how many, especially women, right? Like how many of you, know, somebody asks you what you want to eat and you're like, I don't know, what are you in the mood for? And it's like, what do you want to eat? right? And how do you show up daily to make decisions for yourself and find it in the small ways so that those almost become these foundational bricks that you can step on to make the big decisions. Trust me, if you're trying to make a really big decision and you feel afraid and you don't know how to really start to implement courage in your day to day, the only way you're going to do that is by doing it in the small ways, like speaking up for yourself waking up every day and deciding that you're going to find ways to seek the life that you want in the small ways. And then when you comes to making that big decision, it doesn't feel so monumental because you've been building yourself up versus you are where you are and you're like, I'm going to go quit my job. That's not going to happen. You don't have enough credibility with yourself. You don't have enough trust in yourself. You don't have the right amount of courage built up yet. And so that's why those big decisions feel like the world is going to end because you haven't built yourself up. And courage is one of those habits that you can build up. Yeah. I mean, I'm thinking about the women listening to this podcast right now. I'm looking at us and it's like you said, it's in the small daily things. So if you're listening to this, how are you sitting or standing right now? Are you a little slumped over, head down? Or are you like perked up, shoulders back, you know, your chest out? It's like those little moments of confidence or 
shrinking into yourself that start to dictate how everything else goes. So if you wake up in the morning and you pour into yourself, you start to have this confidence boost in yourself. So it's easier to make those smaller decisions, like Sabrina said. But if you're waking up and you're still not creating a daily routine for yourself, I don't think you're aware of how much today affects you. So if you go into work and a coworker comes and, you know, vents and dumps drama into you, you're going to let that affect you. If you had a fight with your significant other, you're going to let that affect you. A fight with your kids, you're going to let that affect you. Like we do not, like we, Sabrina and I talk about this, about managing your energy. This is, you see, it all goes in together. You have to learn to manage your energy. You have to learn to control wins for yourself every day, controlling the controllable, controllable, making sure that every day you're doing your daily disciplines so that you can come from a position of more strength. So then when these decisions come for you to make them, you're able to make them. And I also want to say, Sabrina, I don't think that the decision itself matters as much as of the fact that you made it, you made a decision. Oh, yeah. I mean, the reason why people are not making decisions is because you're scared of making the wrong one. So the point of making a decision is not to know if you did it right or did it wrong. The point of a decision mm -hmm. is to practice that muscle that you trust yourself. Because if you made the wrong decision, now you know not to make that decision again. And if you made the right decision, you should still question, interesting, like what were the thoughts that helped me make the decision? Not the right decision, but just the, the decision. So yeah, absolutely. Especially around decision making and the way that we're trained as really since we're young, make the right choice, pick right. the right college, and go into here, the right field. Yeah, we're here to liberate you from that. There is yeah. no such thing as the right or wrong decision because basically what you have to learn is to take ownership of your life. If you were to say, I made the wrong choice or I made the right choice, you're giving away your responsibility a little bit and putting yeah. it out on the circumstances and why it happened or didn't happen. But when you say, I am going to do this and I'm going to figure it out anyway, you're putting like the onus of control back on yourself and trusting yeah. in yourself that you're going to figure it out no matter what happens. Because the truth is, whatever you decide to do or not do, that's going to come with its own pros and cons. Right. And the there's never going to be something that's like perfect for you. Yeah. And the reality is, is that when you do really go into the pros and cons and this or that, is it right? Is it wrong? What happens if I make the wrong decision? You're basically making a subtle decision to not take responsibility yes. and give your power away. Yes. So that's why even when you're in doubt, even when you're in limbo, you've already made the decision to be there subconsciously, but it's, it's done. Right. And I think that's part of what I really had to learn in encourage isn't this big monumental, I'm going to go save the world, but it's more in how do I show up for myself? How do I not only speak up for myself in front of others, but how do I really stretch my own thoughts and my own brain to think about that? Because change and I know this so well, change is something that even when you decide and you make the right choice or you feel that you made the right choice, because ultimately there's no right or wrong, but you feel like, I got this. I know how to do this. As soon as it starts to feel uncomfortable, you're going to revert back. You're going to mm -hmm. revert back. 
And this is why growth is ongoing. I had somebody ask me like, how long do you think someone should coach with? I'm like, forever. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Not with maybe one person, you're going to outgrow each other, but you should always be seeking growth because it's one thing to change, but it's another thing to keep that change. And then guess what? Once you keep that change, that means you're now in a new comfort zone. And so your your brain is always going to tell you like, you did good already. How much more can you possibly want? And you should feel empowered and have the courage to say more and that there's nothing wrong with that. I think that if we're honest with ourselves, you close your eyes for a minute while you're listening to this. And if I asked you, what do you really want for your life? You know what it is. What do you want for your relationship? What do you want for your finances? What do you want for your career? What do you want for your own health and fitness? You know what it is, but we're so used to saying, but, and then you add in all these stacks of conditionings and all the reasons why you're not going for it. So then you remain going through your days with this thing in your heart that you've convinced yourself that maybe I shouldn't want this. Maybe it's not for me. Maybe it's not going to happen. Right. And I lived like that before. And I heard this quote by Seth Godin that I decided as soon as I heard it, I'm going to live my life by that quote. And he said, if it scares you, it might be a good thing to try. So whenever I feel myself getting scared because there's something I want and I start conditioning myself and thinking about all the reasons why I shouldn't do it or I'm scared to do it, I stop myself and I go forward with it anyway. Because one of the things that I do not want to live with, and I've, I've said this a lot, is regret. Yeah. You know what's interesting about that is it's easy. Like I could see how someone could hear you and be like, oh, it's just easy for her to push through. We're not talking about pushing through. It's taken years of conditioning to manage our thoughts, be aware of them, and reroute them, right? And that is important to know that that is part of growth. That's what happens when you work on yourself, when you're always learning, when you work with a coach. Like these are the the progress that happens, right? So yes, Audrey and I are able to identify thoughts much quicker because we've been working on this. And that is part of this process. The other thing that when you're saying that, I have a good example. I actually have a house on my vision board. And technically speaking, if someone asked me, like, what's your dream home? This is my dream home, right? So I have this house on my vision board. And if I really wanted to limit myself, I wouldn't put that house on there. I would put one that looks like more around the places that I live. And I say that because this house is on water and there's not water beach fronts around here that it doesn't look like that let's put it that way right mm-hmm. like around the east coast we audrey and i live on the east coast uh northeast and but i'm not going to limit myself it's not i don't want to limit myself i don't know how and and there are a lot of reasons why i don't think i we could have that we have a business here a brick and mortar right we have kids who are in school here like where would we go how would we move i'm not even worried about that it's there i want it and I'm just going to keep showing up to do what I have to do every day. And I'm not going to limit that and take it off to put it for what I feel I could have near me, if that makes any sense. 
you know, I hear you and, and I too, I'm probably going to be your neighbor because that's how I want to live. Sabrina and I have very similar personalities. <laughs> um, yeah. <laughs> we, we think alike and it turns out we want a lot of the same things, but so when I was still working in the music industry and I was miserable and trying to find a way out back then I had the mindset that, you know, you work until what you're like 65, you get one week paid vacation a year and then that's it. I really thought that that was going to be the trajectory of my life. I didn't know anything outside of this. And this is why it's important to look up to people who live the life that you want, because when you see someone else doing it, all of a sudden, all of a sudden your mind opens up. I think it was Albert Einstein, Albert Einstein that said the mind, once it stretches, can never go back to its original dimensions. So if all you see around you are people living the same kind of life as you, you know, like miserable, an okay job, an okay relationship, okay finances, you know, one vacation a year, then that's what you're going to see for yourself. So at that time, I had no idea that there's people that actually live a life by design, that are the creators of their life, that you know, are able to work from home and do all of these things. And um, someone gave me the book, The Alchemist by Paulo Coelho. And I read that book in a day, practically. And it, it talks about finding your personal legend, that one thing that you were created for, that nobody else can do for you. That's like your heart's desire. And I thought to myself at that time, oh, but my heart's desire is to make a career out of helping people and be free. I don't want to be a zombie commuting to work every day. And Sabrina back then, like I said, I had no idea that a life like the one I'm living today was possible, that I have a career right. helping people and I set my schedule and I come and go as I please. I had no idea. But all I knew back then is like this book said it and I learned that if God put a desire in your heart, it's because you were meant to carry it out. So like you said, the how doesn't matter. But no. you show up for yourself and you keep believing in that and the doors go opening. And they really do. And if you're listening to this, I want you to go home and write that thing you want. It could look like I want to do this, but I have kids. I want mm -hmm. to do this, but my job won't let me do that. It Take everything external out of it. They'll still be considered. And the one thing I always tell my clients is like, just write it down. It doesn't mean that you're going to act on it. It doesn't mean it's going to happen today. So you don't even need to be afraid of what you want. You have to write it down, though. You have to face it. And then believe you're worthy enough to have it. But don't go into figuring out how, because that will deflate you. Because there is a lot that happens on the way there. And you're going to have to go through that. But just allow yourself the freedom to write down what you want, the wildest version of what you want, right? Some of you might say, well, I would love to go away for a month, but my job would never let me. Don't worry about it. Guess what? You're still going to have that job right now, and you're still not going to go away for a month, but allow yourself to feel what that could be like because your brain will start to look for opportunities where one day, if you do this consistently, You'll get a job offer that says, oh, we do sabbaticals for a month. And you're going to be like, what just happened? This stuff mm -hmm. happens, guys. I sometimes sit here and think, did I manifest this pandemic? Because I really <laughs> wanted to work from home. <laughs> and I'm not laughing. I know the pandemic is real and it's not something we want to be in. But if the two things I wanted, which was to pick up my kids from school and work from home. And that's exactly what happened, right? 
again, I had no idea how it was going to happen. And there was no going back once I got a taste of it. Let me give you an example of what this looks like. I was coaching a client yesterday and in her heart, she's had this dream of moving to Florida to be by the water, to feel freer. And in our sessions, it's like she's she was afraid to even say it out loud that that's what she wanted. So I made her say it and you could still feel like the quiver in her voice. So I'm like, okay, so what's, let's make a list of all of the things that are in your mind about why you can't make this happen. So she started to do that. It was one of the things was her job. And I was like, well, haven't you been working remotely? So can you do that from there? And she's like, yeah, well, I haven't asked them. I'm like, you haven't asked them. And then what happens if you ask them? And she's like, well, I'm scared that they would say that I am not worth keeping on. And I'm like, okay, so let me ask you another question. Is your dream, this alignment you feel in your heart for moving down to Florida, does it depend on that job? What do you want more, to keep that job or to live the life that you want? And we both knew the answer. And this is what I'm talking about right now. There's something in your heart and on your mind that you want and you're so scared to give yourself permission to say it out loud, to go after it. And uh, I get it. It's so scary. But you know what's worse? Like I said about living with regret. What's worse is every day still thinking about it. And then you see other people living that. That's to me the worst. Like you know what you want and you're just watching somebody else live it. I had a very similar call. I always start, you know, so I do life and business. So we always start with the business and what your overarching vision is. And people start giving me very strategic goals. I'm like, but you could do that this year. That's really not a, right? If you, if you stack up your business correctly, there are a lot of goals that are very achievable rather quickly. And then at the beginning of the call, that's what it was. And when we got to the end, she's like, well, there's really one thing I want. And again, I considered moving somewhere where it was, you know, just another city. And I said, we can stack up your business to have those ultimate, those, those goals that you talked about, but I can also help you stack up your business so that you get to move. Mm-hmm. And both are going to have different strategies. In fact, getting to the other goals you mentioned at the beginning of the call are going to be a lot easier than this part only because to get to live the life that you want work the way you want to work in a new city and moving the your business which keeps you sustainable is a lot more uncomfortable just to think through right and so it's just interesting how we don't even allow ourselves to think of these audacious visions in our head as our goals right and that's really what it boils down to like allow yourself to at least dream. I mean, when we were kids, we would dream. And I always say this, the reason why so many people get married and have beautiful weddings is because you've been envisioning this wedding since you were a little girl. And it looks perfect. And it keeps evolving because you see new pictures and you see new venues and you go to friends' weddings and you see movies. And so your vision starts to expand, expand, expand. And guess what? Weddings are the one thing women know how to achieve rather quickly. Mm Mm-hmm. There's no question about the price. Somehow we come up with it. There's no question about anything. And I want you to have that same curiosity and audacious feeling about your life. 
See, I, I kind of picture it like you're riding this bicycle and like the function of it is still the same. You're pedaling, you're on the bike, keeping your balance. But when there's something that you want and you're not going after it, it's like you're pedaling uphill. It's like momentum is not working with you. Everything's heavier. You're more tired. Everything feels like more of a chore. But when you finally get to the top of that mountain, you make the decision, you go for it. It's like now you're riding that hill down and momentum's on your side and you feel so much better. It's like you've finally taken off because guess what? Now all of your energy, your thoughts are all aligned with this thing that you were meant to carry out with this thing that you really want. And Sabrina, the confidence that you gain when you make the decision and you start to feel how it feels in your body and that liberating feeling that comes from making the decision and starting to see how much better you feel about yourself. Oh yeah. That is such a prize. When you really start to build credibility with yourself, because let's be real, every time that you make a decision and it didn't go your way, there's a part of you, if you're not aware of it, it starts to build this distrust within yourself. Like you didn't get that one right and you didn't get that one right. So now all of a sudden you don't know how to do anything for yourself. Mm -hmm. Literally like kind of what happens in your brain. Yeah. But when you start to build credibility for yourself, and like you said, like you start to that's really where confidence starts to brew bigger and bigger. And it is liberating because yes, you have some doubts, but you don't worry about them. You're like, oh, this is just work I have to get through. And I have to change my thoughts around this. And I have to change, you know, behaviors and patterns and habits around this. But I did this. I did this here and I did this here and I did this here. This didn't kill me. This didn't hold me back. And you start to really create... A, a new cycle for yourself. And before you know it, you're like, maybe I can move, right? Maybe I can move. I remember for myself when I was in college, I developed this thing called the light switch mentality for myself. I had a bad experience with something and I realized like I was letting all these negative thoughts in my head. Like, oh, I'm just not good enough. Nothing good's ever going to happen for me. And it just hit me that I can choose to turn off those thoughts. And I thought of it like a light switch. Let me turn on the light. And it's as easy and as difficult as just saying, I'm not going to give way to those thoughts. So what thoughts are going to serve me to move forward? And this was before I ever knew about personal development or started practicing personal development. And it really is as easy and as hard as making that choice to go after the thoughts that serve you. So when you have courage, that, that's really what courage is, the decision to hope for the best and not focus on anything bad that could happen, but just to go for it and trust that when you go for it, it's going to work out for you. And if not, you'll figure it out. Hope brings us joy. So you don't want to let go of that. You want to build that. So I agree. So today, we want you to write your most audacious vision for yourself because it's just that. It's for yourself. Don't worry about your husband, your kids, your job, your money situation. None of that. Because guess what? All of that can get fixed. But if you give up on this vision, there's nothing in bringing it back because it's yours. You're the only one that keeps it going. So do that. And... If you really want to understand what this is like, Audrey and I invite you to work with us. 
you can reach out to me. I'm a life and business coach. Audrey's a kick-ass life and confidence coach who can really build you up. You'll know what's right for you and trust yourself because when you start to be in line and building momentum for the life that you want, there's nothing holding you back. So be a little courageous today for yourself. Amen. Well, happy Friday. Thank you for being here with us. If you love this podcast, please share with your besties, post us on social media. Most of all, leave a review so that other women can discover this amazing community. Thank you guys. Happy Friday.